0: Are you struggling with brand clarity, confidence, and creating content that connects? Do you want to start a business but don't know where to begin? Or are you frustrated because you're doing all the things you see everyone else doing, but you aren't getting more clients? You are telling everyone what you do, but no one hears you. It's like you're speaking a foreign language because your message isn't resonating. I hear you. The overwhelm is real. I feel your pain and frustration. I've been there. It wasn't overnight that I grew my business and figured out how to create a cohesive and consistent brand message that builds genuine connections and attracts more clients. In fact, I did everything the hard way and I want to make it easier for you. Because I've been in your shoes and I don't want you to struggle anymore, I am offering brand strategy clarity, confidence, and connection coaching sessions to help you master your brand messaging and be seen and heard as the expert you are. In a one-hour strategy session, we'll dive deep into your values, visions, and passions to create absolute clarity around your brand messaging and business. You'll not only have absolute clarity for your brand messaging, but you'll feel confident. When you are confident, you will trust yourself more and be able to create content Content that genuinely connects and helps your ideal audience get to know, like, and trust you. After working with Tracy for only one hour, she said, Province branding expertise was not only insightful, but empowering. She gave me a clear vision of my personal brand and how I can market myself as an authority in higher education. The blueprint she gave me for creating a personal brand is very detailed but most importantly gives me confidence that I can and will continue to transform business initiatives within higher education programs and help and inspire others to do the same. Don't you want to achieve that sense of clarity and confidence to feel empowered to inspire your audience? I believe you can and will when we work together. Now, if you're envisioning yourself feeling anxious and frantically taking notes during this session, don't worry. You don't have to write anything down. The only thing you need to do is focus on the strategy session and learning and I'll take care of everything else. You'll receive a comprehensive blueprint from me outlining everything we've talked about with action items that will take your brand messaging to the next level and attract more clients. Do you want absolute clarity in your brand messaging to know how to connect with your ideal audience to get more clients? then this strategy session is for you. Don't waste any more time spinning your wheels. Go to therobingram.com slash shop to schedule your session today. Hurry, because I have limited spots per month so that I can give you the attention you deserve. I can't wait to work with you and watch your brand messaging and business transform. I have been so excited about this interview and bringing this incredible woman to you and to share her journey, her story, her strength, her wisdom, and just everything about her with you. So without further ado, and no more rambling from me, I'm going to introduce you to Julie Hale Mashoff. She is a former first grade teacher and college professor. She is the author of Golden Fruit, Living the Fruit of the Spirit Through the Best Times of Your Life, and, but now I see, Finding God's Plan for Your Life. Her journey is remarkable, to say the least. She is one of my heroes and a true inspiration. I'm excited to share her with you today. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Second Phase Podcast. I'm Robin Graham, your host and a brand marketing strategist and photographer passionate about helping women connect and grow their audience and get more clients. I am so excited you are here with me today to chat all about branding, personal development, and life overall in this second phase. What is the second phase? The second phase for me was a change in careers and learning how to navigate a new world and build the business from the ground up Now grab your cup of coffee or the dog's leash, and let's dive into a new episode. Julie Mashoff, welcome to the Second Phase Podcast. Thank you, Robin.
1: It's so nice to be here.
0: So we have quite a history, and it's still today a struggle for me to call you Julie because I know you <laughs> as Mrs. Mashoff.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yes. Yeah. No, oh, no, please is fine.
0: Yes. And I know for years you have told me that, but there's just something when you grow up using manners and having etiquette that it's hard to (laughs) breach that, right? Um, That's that Midwestern in me, I suppose. But um, I am super excited to have you here. We have known each other for so many years. You're a dear friend of my mother's and you have always been that woman that I have looked up to. And when asked who my hero is, I've very often said your name, if not always said your name, because you are just so inspiring. Your, your life has been one heck of a journey and it has not been easy in any sense. Mm -hmm. And I would like to talk or have you tell the audience just a little bit about your journey with your, rare genetic disease that you have and then i want to dive into all of the work that you have been doing so diligently to not only be a witness for christ but to help other women advocate for themselves and follow their dreams and really find their purpose okay
1: okay well in a nutshell uh i have a recessive genetic condition both my parents, of course, had the uh, mutation, but didn't know it. And I was born with a hearing loss in 1949. And, um, but at that time, no one knew what that meant. And when I was in uh, elementary school in Southern Illinois, I had to take lip reading and speech, which was quite something when you think about this is in the mid 50s, you know, special ed wasn't Uh, uh, you know a big issue and um, so I always had a hearing loss well um, then it wasn't until later in my life that uh, actually in my 20s then my vision started uh, deteriorating and um, at at age 30 I was diagnosed with uh, Usher syndrome which means that your the retina is dying the nerves Mm -hmm. in your ears have died or will be dying or are dying. And um, there is a balance issue with that. I have a brother who is 15 months younger than I am, who does not have it. And then I have a brother who's seven months or seven years younger than I am, and he does have it. So um, one of the things I want to mention for sure is as a student in an uh, elementary school, I had to get up. And leave class during art period to go to lip reading and um, uh, take um, speech, which left a lasting impression on me about have, being different, being the other. So, um, so that's the medical part. Um, and, um, and then I, I had, you know, become a, a teacher and an elementary school teacher, um, and um, had to quit that position when my vision and hearing got worse. Um, And where am I, Robin? How much more do you want me to tell?
0: I think I I love the fact that you're sharing your journey because I, and I would like for you to say then you didn't just stop working whenever your hearing and your vision started to go. You went on then and got a doctorate degree.
1: Right. I did. I did. I really felt, uh, and I don't know if it's, I, I had a strong faith i always did but i know i have a personality uh, and i think that developed from being a part of the other when i was in grade school elementary mm-hmm. school having to to i was different and i knew it but i never let that stop me so i was almost like um you know i i was a pit bull you know okay this i'm not letting go i'm not letting go so um yeah so i um i went back and got a master's degree in school counseling and human services counseling. And I did that. I was a school counselor and I did marriage and family counseling um, for a number of years, but that got problematic because I simply could not hear, you know, if you have a family that's in counseling and somebody's crying and somebody else is yelling and it was just didn't work. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah. So that was an issue there. And then, um, so then, I was a friend. Actually, a friend just asked, "Would you come to Illinois State and teach um, counseling classes?" And I just with a master's degree, I was an adjunct, and um, so I did. And I, I just, I the whole time, I just put it in God's hands and said, "I'm doing this if this is Your will." And doors opened, um, and so I finally uh, I did. I got my uh, doctorate, and. Um, and then it was time to retire, um, and then I thought, "Well, now what do I do?" That's exactly what I thought because my vision is so poor that the things. <laughs> and your mother, who's an artist, and I, I used to tag along with her and try to paint. Well, I couldn't do that. There were just a lot of things I couldn't do, and I had to give up driving. Um. So I really just got. Well, I wonder if I could write. So I did. I, I wrote I wrote the first book, Golden Fruit. And um, I'm telling you, Robin, doors just opened. You know, you hear about, you read about like J.K. Rollins and Harry Potter. She got like 15 rejects before her book was published. And Dr. Seuss, you know, like Fardy. Mm-hmm. And I've I sent this book to Concordia Publishing House in St. Louis, and they published it. The very first thing I wrote. And um, so then to me, that said, that was God's will for me. That was my his plan. Mm-hmm. And um, so I—I I, now I want to say that being, I was a marriage and family counseling, but I have been to counseling many times when I felt like I was up against a brick wall. And I knew I didn't have the tools because this disease that I have, uh, it it slowly takes away your sense, whatever it is, if it's vision or hearing or balance, and so it's a constant struggle. Mm-hmm. I heard, I met a psychiatrist in um, as a he had the same thing I do. This was years ago, and I'm in Peoria, Illinois, and he was a psychiatrist. And, well, he was a surgeon, and then he, he when he got, the, he had developed a disease, and he went back um, and became a psychiatrist. And he said to me at that time, it would be easier if all of these senses just went away now, and you we could learn to live like that, live like being blind and deaf. And, and I thought, what is he talking about? But it's like in the, somebody's death. After a while, you know, you know they're not coming back. And with the vision and hearing loss, one day you think you can see a little bit, and the next day the light's too bright, and the next day it's too gloomy. So it's an everyday struggle.
0: Mm-hmm. So, so you've said so many things that I have to touch on a <laughs> few of them because, first of all, you said you know you're you're a pit bull, and there's a lot to be said. For someone who is thrown all of these things that nobody would want to have to live with on a daily basis, but Mm -hmm. you, you didn't just take them and sit down and say, okay, well, this is how I'm meant to live. You, you took the bull by the horn, so to speak, and you paved a path and you did that by one, your will and your desire to live and be strong and not give up. And then also Mm -hmm. to have, you know, to follow God's lead and to put your trust in him. And Mm -hmm. trust is something that, I mean, you have to have endless amounts of trust, one for God, but also for all those people around you who Mm -hmm. help you and Mm -hmm. guide you on a daily
1: basis. Right. And I do, I have, you know, Larry and I have been married for 51 years. We met in high school and uh, it has been a journey for him too. Because I'm not the same person I was. Um, In fact, I don't know if you remember this story, but I drove until I was 40 years old, and he, for my 40th birthday, he gave me a navy blue Mustang convertible. And shortly after that, I had to give up my driver's license, and that was tough because I loved that convertible. Oh, (laughs) yeah, yeah. So, um, but I kept, I kept thinking, and like I said, I. I went to counseling and I I took every class I could possibly take with, uh, like in blind services. And I visited blind schools because I knew there were people out there who'd already paved the way, who'd learned techniques. And I asked questions and I wasn't afraid because I thought, you know, that old saying, don't reinvent the wheel. Well, I knew that there were people out there smarter than me and and more patient. I'm not a very patient person. And um, I knew there were ways to do things that I couldn't figure out. And um, so I asked, but I have to tell you, it was hard. It was hard to ask for help. It was hard. And I had to learn to do that. Um, And, yeah, I have a wonderful support system. I have fabulous friends. Your mother being one of them, you know. We talk weekly, um, and um, and I my kids are now my nobody in my fam, no, none of my children. I have three kids and six grandchildren, and they are carriers of this disease. But it doesn't look like at this point anyone that you know anybody's married to is a carrier, and so it's never shown up again. And it may never show up again. Wonderful. Wonderful. But the, the other thing I want to say is that that um, you you just I had to always remember that there was somebody worse off than me. Mm. There had there are there's people that are there. Oh my goodness! Well, our good family friend and your fa- your family friend Lynn,
0: mm-hmm.
1: who yeah, I,
0: you yeah, know, she had ALS, which. AL- Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is an awful disease, but I think it's so awful. Um, but Julie, you said so many things there and you know, you, you're not patient for once. You and I have definitely have that in common. (laughs) Um, I tend to be more like a, like a pit bull than, than any other sort of dog (laughs) as far as if there's something I'm passionate about, I'm going to make sure it happens. Um, So we have so many, you know, common traits, I guess, but the one thing that you said too is, you know, you had to overcome fear and then you didn't let fear stop you. You Mm recognize the fact that others have paved the way before you. And that's a pretty powerful statement because so many of us have hopes and dreams and aspirations that we don't know where to start and we, we don't know what God's plan is for us and, How do we, how do we as women sit with that and then take action in a way that, you know, we can push that fear aside, jump in and then follow step by step, but trust at the same time.
1: Right. I think one of the the things that I have learned is, um, and I, I say this all the time, Jesus said I will give you the peace that passes all understanding. And I think that we have different personalities, we have different talents, and you should follow your dream and guess all the things I said and step out. But when you try something and it doesn't work and you don't have peace, then that's not the right door. That's, you know, door number one or door number two or door number three. You have to try it and if it works if it's god's plan you will have that peace and i think that to me i wish i wish i could you know share that more that it 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 finally came to me it doesn't matter if i can't see or i can't hear or i have i can't robin you know how i walked all those years and little old Southern Illinois in Nashville, I can't walk by myself anymore. The, the, um, the, my balance is so bad. Mm-hmm. And, um, so you, you just, you have to try things, try it. If the door, if God wants you to, to do that, if that fits his plan, you will find that peace and that peace comes and it it you know, it's not from money. It's not from looks, you know, all those things. Mm-hmm. But it's an internal peace. And I have found that it doesn't matter my physical being. What matters is the peace that I have and doing what I believe God wants me to do. And he will show me. He will either open the door or he will slam it in my face.
0: So, Julie, your, your second book is but now I see. And it is about finding God's plan for our Mm lives, right? Right. So you've kind of alluded to this, that we have to, we have to try things. And if they don't work and we don't have that sense of peace, then that's not where we're meant to be. That's not where we're meant to put all of our energy because we're going to end up creating negative energy. And that's just going to continue to bring us down versus propel us forward. So- I know we can't go through the entire book right now, but can you give us some, I guess, give the listeners some way that they can kind of look at their life and and try to identify what God's plan for them is.
1: Okay, this is, first of all, I'm going to put a little disclaimer and I hope that nobody from Disney is listening, but I have a problem. (laughs) I have always a problem with the Disney princess thing. I really do. I have a major problem with, you know, Cinderella and all those things.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, and I'm right I mean, there with you. That's oh, okay. Disney All right.
1: Disney characters but were one, never
0: something I promoted within Gracie's world. <laughs> no,
1: I agree. I mean, of course, I know Gracie, likes a little tutu on now and then. You know, I think I've seen pictures of that. Well, yes, and years. that was like 10 years ago.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> know, I know. Now we're 13. <laughs> and not.
1: Believe it. She's tall. Yeah, she is. It, it, yeah. Oh my! See, I can see a little bit out of one eye. So you know, I, I see. You know. Oh my goodness! Your kids are. Uh, yeah, they were tiny when I was at, a, at your house years ago. Mm-hmm. But in the book, I put this in because I think all of us, even though we want to be strong women, and I'm encouraging my granddaughters uh, to do this. Uh, you know, to be strong and to follow your dreams. However, having said that, remember when you put on a, when you're trying on and you're looking for prom dresses or your wedding dress and you put on one, no, that's not it. You put on another one, no, that's not it. Well, they have that show now or, you know, say yes to the dress. Yes. (laughs) Right. That moment that you put that gown on and you say, That's it. And I hate, I don't mean to sound trivial or trite, but it's like that with God. He will give you that peace and you know, and you know, oh, yeah. Okay, God, I get this now. I get this. So please don't think I'm being, you know, silly with a prom dress or a wedding dress. But, you know, women were like that. Put on a gown and oh my
0: goodness, don't I look good? Woo! So, yeah. well, no, it's a great analogy, and it's one that I probably wouldn't have, wouldn't have thought of because um, it's been so many years since I put on a gown. <laughs> yeah. True. I understand
1: what you mean, I, but you're right. I, I I just feel like you you reach that point where you say, okay, yeah, yeah, that's it, God, that's it, and and I hope that people see in the book the humor, because I, I believe strongly in the fact that we have to laugh at ourselves. And, oh, yeah. um, um, one thing that, um, I don't remember, honestly, I don't remember. Yes, it was in a book, but I went to a graduate meal, graduate student meal and Larry wanted to go with me. No, I can do this myself. And I went in, I first I got lost, couldn't find a plate, the room. But, so I'm filling my plate and I turned and I ran into somebody and dropped the whole plate of food in front of all these professors and all these graduate students. And I just wanted to cry. And then I said, well, no, I'm not gonna cry. Hello everybody, I'm here. The blind person is here. And you just have to be, you have to do that otherwise especially now, Robin, life is too sad. It's too sad. It's so heavy, yeah. Oh, it is, it is. So I I just really think that that you have to look for that piece. You have to try things. Uh, I tried to be a painter like your mother. It did not work out. I don't have her talent. Um, And uh, I've learned as a writer that you do have to have a tough skin. I've been so blessed that the devotions, uh, the books, some of the other things that I've written, um, have been, uh, published and, um, and you, but, but you have to be, you have to develop, you know, an, a hard shell, you know, an outer skin, tough skin, um, but you got to keep trying. You've got to keep
0: trying. So if someone has an idea that I am going to, I've been staying at home with my kids for 10 years. It's time Mm -hmm. for me to go back to work, but I don't want to go to a nine to five. I want to have flexibility and freedom to raise my kids and still be a Mm hands-on mom. I am going to start a business doing XYZ. Mm -hmm. They Mm -hmm. we can start that business, but that may not be the business that God is going to bless. And if we start feeling edgy or not at peace or Mm -hmm. frustrated, that's our sign. Exactly Let's, let's pivot. Let's change the way we're thinking right. about this. And yes. I think absolutely. it's important at that point then to sit and sit with prayer, right? And just... Absolutely, yes, absolutely. And
1: be open, 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 open. God will lead you to people, but you have to be willing to ask. You get all the information you can. I think that that... I don't want to get into a big theological discussion, but sometimes... I have one friend who, well, okay, this is just an example. She is still single in her fifties. Well, how come God didn't put the man at my front door? It doesn't work that way. You have to put yourself out there. You have to meet the right people. You have to try something. Sometimes he will, the door will be, you know, somebody will come to your door, you know, I'm saying figuratively, but, um, you have to ask for help you've got to be in prayer you've got to feel that peace and even if your business uh doesn't take off maybe there's a side business that you need to look into don't be closed open 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 be brave be brave be brave
0: oh i love that have you joined the brand insider private facebook group yet if not head on over to facebook facebook.com forward slash groups slash the brand marketing insider where we make branding fun every day we network and build community and genuine relationships and learn tips all about building a brand that stands out and makes an impact i'd love to see you there and i know everyone else in the group would love to learn from you and connect with you as well so head on over there and join the brand marketing insider private facebook group so let me ask you this because your first book golden fruit is about the fruits of the spirit right and for for listeners who might not know what those are will you just list them for us and let's let's talk a little bit about i don't want to take up too much of your time but let's Let's talk a little bit about how we can apply those fruits of the spirit in our decision making along with prayer.
1: Right. Okay. Well, I just want to tell you real quickly, uh, my mother had passed away very suddenly at 78, which is not old. And I was really, I guess, depressed and I couldn't find a book that was meeting my needs. So I decided, I'll write one. I need something. Uh, about joy so you know finding joy so you know the fruit of the Spirit is again it meets all covers all areas of your life and you will have peace if you live the fruit of the Spirit now anyone is out there who is interested in writing I have to tell you that when you just like a song or anything when you write it and you sell it to somebody, it's not yours anymore. And they changed the title. It says it the title I wanted the title to be Through the Tough Times of Your Life. And they changed the title to Through the Best Times of Your Life. And I I was a little disappointed in that, but it was okay. It's still published and you know sold. Um, but you know peace. And joy, those are the things that I think we're missing, especially in our society today. I wish that we could get back to that. And so that's why I wrote the book, because I wanted to look at the women in the Bible, and uh, which are incredibly, they're just incredibly interesting, and um, wanted to find that joy. So that was the first one. And um, yeah, and then then we talked about, but now I see, Looking at all the circumstances, all the situations that I've had, and help that all helped me get to the point where I get it. I, 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 I have the right gown on, if you will.
0: hmm So, in the fruits of the spirit, you broke, or "Golden Fruit" is the title of the book, but you yeah, broke right. it out into each of the fruits of the spirit, which are joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And you identified women in the Bible that each one were examples of each one of those fruits. And so I think it's important for us to, to look at that. Those words are so powerful Mm -hmm. and you know, Mm -hmm. you hear so much today about kindness, just be kind. And, you know, if you think back, you know, so many years ago, kindness was just the foundation of everything that women did. Right. And if we can bring those thoughts, those, those fruits back into our lives, right. even self-control. Right. And you think about that. applying these in our entrepreneurial journeys it's, right. or, or just in our everyday life as, as women, right. if we can remember to take a moment to, to feel joy, because a lot of times I think we forget to right. feel joy exactly. and we, we aren't looking for peace in the right way, I think we Ooh. we expect like you used the example of your friend um, wanting someone to just show up at her door. Mm-hmm. That's not going to happen. We have to take mm-hmm. we have to take the effort, right, to actually right. be able to find peace. Excuse and accept me. it. Right, right, and and you're absolutely
1: right. Is is um, uh, and I honestly I should know this because I have it, you know, have done a lot of. Uh, Psychological testing and, and um, counseling. But um, and I know it wasn't, oh, it might have been, I don't know. Anyway, said, when you're depressed, walk out your door and find somebody that you can help. Mm-hmm. Um, so, all of those things that you just, that you know, all the fruits of the spirit um, are ways for us to get out of ourselves, be patient with somebody else, you know, be kind be gentle they're all about getting out of your own skin and it's a way of living with our fellow human beings and that will give you peace i truly believe that mm-hmm. it's worked, and in your in, you know in your business whatever your you know your entrepreneurial spirit is you know those things can apply too that doesn't mean you have to be a you know a, a limp uh, dishcloth or wet dishcloth and let people take advantage of you. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. You can be a powerful, strong woman and still live the fruit of the spirit. I truly believe that.
0: No, I believe it too. And I think the more that, the more we exhibit those traits in our lives, the the more blessings that we end up receiving. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right, Robin, because the the blessings will just come back. You know, a hundredfold. Yeah. And I, I and today, especially with everything that's going on, I just feel like, oh my goodness, if people would just be kind and respectful, you know, civil. So um, mm-hmm. we'd be
0: weighed, right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So human human decency. It's that thing ah, that some somehow along the, the way it it's just been it's, it's been lost.
1: Exactly. You're absolutely right. Absolutely Which, right.
0: Brings me to another point that in, um, but now I see you, mm-hmm. you used the phrase "stop, look, and listen." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I, to, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, you know, to do a reality check, but I I'd like for you to talk about that for just a second. This is
1: what I think. I think that um, psychologically, as humans, first of all, we think that we know all the answers, that we have it, it, everything is in within our own power and that I can do this, which is part of the American spirit, you know, pull yourself up by your bootstrap. But whatever your situation is, you need to stop. Just literally stop and ponder it, pray about it, reflect on it. And we kind of, and I'm I've been very guilty of this in my life, just forge ahead. Whatever the consequences are, I'm not going to think about that.
0: We need to stop. Oh, that's so me so many times in my life. <laughs> oh, God. I, I know. I... It always oh, no. comes back to bite me. <laughs>
1: yes. I, listen, I'm totally with you on that. So if we could teach ourselves, or that, see, in one of the fruits of the Spirit is patience. If we could just be patient. So stop. All right. Look in my opinion means and i and i don't even mean you know like your site your physical site but you have to look around you and, and and um see what's there and see what uh what opportunities are there um see you know check out your surroundings always know where the exit doors are like they say you know you look around you um look for opportunities that God may be putting in your way look for doors that he may be closing and um and of course listening oh my goodness we don't listen to each other how many people don't you know that and I've probably done it just today talking to you but um you know you may share something special with them and then um they come back they're already thinking about what their response is going to be, you know, instead of really listening. And mm-hmm. I think, and, and we move too fast too. and We don't listen to each other. So that little stop, look, and listen thing, I think it, it's, see, that's a thing, Robin. It's so simple if we would do it, if we would do it, but we often don't. And, um, and then we get ourselves into situations that are not healthy, that are dangerous, just not good at all. And, um, so, yeah, I think that we need to stop and to look. And when I say look, and I mean look inward too, you know, like I said, reflect on things, pray on things, and then listen, listen to others, listen to who, you know, like in, a biz- in the business world, what has worked for somebody else? Um, what does not work? Get all the information you can before you jump in with both people.
0: You know, Julie, when you're talking about listening too, I think that you know, people, I, I talk a lot. Oh, I'm going to pray about this and see what happens. And, and you know, I've had people say to me, oh, well, what did he say? Like facetiously, because obviously he's not talking directly to me. Right. But I think so many times, and I've had so many experiences where, you know, I have been praying about something and then a friend will say something to me and it's like, that was my answer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I, exactly. you know, when you think about stop, listen, stop, look, and listen. It's, it's with relationships and with God and within ourselves. So it's like a three-way street that we, we have different avenues to choose from, but each one is going to give us different inputs and, and outputs that we can apply to our life. But, but like you said, it's so incredibly simple. (laughs) Right.
1: It is. And, And I think that, you know, we think that, you know God's gonna, you know send us a text or something. He sends people. He sends you know situations that we can learn from. It's not just like, yeah, you pick up the phone and it's God saying, now this is you know do, door number one. That's not it at all. I mean, it may be, but but that's not it. But I think that that's why I like to stop look and listen thing because people a friend is gonna say something to you. A situation is going to be uh, open up. Are, a door is going to be closed so he sends friends and i'm i i'm a huge believer in that we have guardian angels and we have there are angels among us i truly believe that um that people are there are angels and mm-hmm. we we have to stop and look and listen
0: oh i love that i and i i totally agree it's a huge philosophy of mine that there are angels among us. And I think um, Mm -hmm. there are just certain people that come into your life and and you know, they were sent at that moment. Exactly that Mm -hmm. time for a purpose.
1: Right, right. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: So Julie, the one thing that I want to kind of circle back to the beginning of our conversation and something that you wrote on the questionnaire, and it's, each one of us must be brave enough to advocate for herself and never be afraid to follow her dreams. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, I think that, um, well, that is one of the Disney videos that I like, it's brave. But um, you you do, and some of it's a gender thing, some of it's a culture thing, um, but the whole issue and what I was talking about earlier with, with the Disney princesses is we have to encourage our girls that they need to be strong and brave. And, and when I was, okay, so I, you know, back Larry and I got married in 1969. Um, you know, people got married pretty young back then. But when I was at, at Illinois State, I was amazed at how many girls and I' got a lot of women in my classes that all they wanted was to get married. Now I'm not I, I'm an advocate of marriage. Um, I'm not saying that, but we have to help our girls be brave and realize that they have to be able to take care of themselves. and and this is from my counseling days. No partner is going to complete you. You have to complete yourself and then share yourself with somebody else. And I really, um, I feel like that we haven't done a good job in our society with um, teaching girls to be brave. Mm -hmm. And, And we teach them, well we we don't help them advocate for themselves and this you know that could be this could be a whole nother issue, but you know uh, you know the word, the terms that people use for like women of that are presidents of big corporations and they have you know there are uh, very sexist things being said and that's really sad to me that's really sad mm-hmm. so I've tried with my five granddaughters, three of which are in college and two in high school, um, that you you it's wonderful to fall in love with whomever, but you need to take care of yourself. you need to be happy with yourself. you need to like yourself and um, and be brave, follow your dreams and then if there's issues, you have to advocate for yourself. You really do. And, and see, with the disability thing has taught me that. Yeah. And I think part of my uh, issue of being a pit bull, uh, just because I use a cane and I have a service dog, don't, don't treat me any differently. Don't say I can't do it. On the other hand, Robin, I don't want to get a job or be pu- published because I'm disabled. You know, it, back in the day when, well, you were too young, but they would have want um, uh, ads, you know, in the paper, and it would say, people with disabilities are in- encouraged to um, to apply, and that was so offensive to me.
0: Mm-hmm. You know
1: what? No, give me the job because I can do the job and do it well, not because you have to fill your disability quota.
0: Yeah. And I think everything you're saying comes back to self worth.
1: Yes, yes, yes. I'm a huge fan of Maslow and his hierarchy of needs. And and um, one of my students one time um, at ISU, and I've been retired for ten years, uh, but she said to me, "You are the most self actualized person I've ever met," and that was such a compliment to me because I thought, "Good, then." She sees it, and, and when I would walk into the, um, uh, classroom every semester and I taught full time and I would just joke right away. Um, uh, first thing I said is why do blind people not skydive? And I hope this isn't offensive, but it, the joke is because it scares the hell out of their dogs. And so, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I tried to meet it with humor and then, um, you know, put them at ease also, Mm -hmm. so um, they would know that, you know what, she's okay with this, she's comfortable in her skin, and I'm not, I'm not, you know, blowing my own horn here, I was trying to help the students who were struggling with something to say, it's okay, be brave, advocate for yourself, and whatever your dreams are, follow them, because otherwise, what's life all about if you don't do that
0: yeah yeah absolutely julie this has been just so inspiring to me oh. i'm so so thrilled that you took the time out of your day to sit with me and just chat about all of this and i'm i'm positive that every listener that hears this will take it to heart and and hopefully dig deep to to really recognize yes. their own personal yes. value and what they have to offer the world. And that, that even if life isn't going as they had hoped and dreamed today, mm-hmm. it there's never a time to give up.
1: No, never, never. There's always a way through. You just have to find it. And it's up to you to find it. Not anybody else to find it, but you.
0: Yeah, this was beautiful. Thank you so much. Robin, it was so
1: nice. It's just been a wonderful journey to watch you on your journey. Because I remember a little girl on her front porch who said, I'm not going to school. And oh. your mom and I are saying, yes, you are. You have to go to school. No, I'm not going. Mm-hmm. You were little, little, little. <laughs> and so to watch you grow into this wonderful, strong woman is uh, does my heart good.
0: Yeah, and that that little girl cried about going to school for many years. <laughs> I know, I know, and look at you now. <laughs> I know it's it's oh my gosh, I oh it's taken a lot of transformation and a lot of prayer on my part too, and probably my, my mom's. <laughs> yes,
1: absolutely. So can I tell you one more quick thing about when uh, I was at your house, and uh, Sammy said to me, "Are your legs blind too?" <laughs> That was so funny. He was well, I could walk. So you know, well, your leg is blind
0: too. He was little. Yeah, I think that was, oh my gosh. Yeah, he was probably like three years old. I remember that story. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, you were probably one of the first people that my boys met that were blind. I mean, later my uncle went blind as well. But you know, that was that was so fascinating to them. So yeah, yeah, that's funny. (laughs) It is. That's funny. Well, Julie, thank you so much. Thank you, Robin. And that's a wrap, friends. Thank you so much for listening today. I am grateful to have you here with me. If you enjoyed this episode and found the information helpful, will you please take a moment to subscribe and leave a rating and review? That would mean the world to me. It will also help others find the podcast. I really look forward to getting to know my listeners. Will you please connect with me on Instagram? You can find me at the Robin Graham. You can also find me on Facebook and LinkedIn as Robin Graham. And I invite you to join my private Facebook group, the Brand Marketing Insider. Please spread the word about the Second Phase Podcast. Until next time, remember to smile.